Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Swiss Ballers Pod. I'm Fabo and as always I'm joined by two absolute ballers, my good friends Toto in London and Arman back home in Zurich. How are we doing boys? Hello guys. Hello, good, thank you. Now today is all about the Premier League season review and all of us will give uh, our best 11 or our best 10 plus Haaland Um and uh, we'll give some honourable mentions and we'll discuss why Armin has too many Arsenal players in his. We'll also look at the relegation situation. Three teams are still struggling for survival at this stage. Uh, first off, though, Toto, who was the first player you remember watching with the iconic number 10 on his shirt? And who like who made number 10 iconic for you as a kid? Man, uh, I think I will go with Messi. I'm not even sure, but like, just, you know, our generation with Arman, I think, was like the first number 10, maybe, and the best one, obviously. Yeah, I would go with Messi. That makes me Uh, feel so old right now, but... Yeah. (laughs) Arman, there's a video of you you went viral this this week of uh, you hitting the bar from a free kick. Um, So the question is related to that. What was the best free kick you ever saw anyone score live? Oof. Alive, you mean in, in the stadium? No, or, no, no, just on, on telly as well. Uh, on telly. You know, I always try to base my free kicks off Madison. I always watch him to to practice. Hmm, that's a good question. That's why you missed. Maybe, maybe that's why. Um, I would say Ronaldo against Portsmouth. I don't know, it was 08, 09? I don't know. 08, yeah, this, January, January 08. This free kick, I love this free kick. It's, so, it's just perfect, the way he hits it and the knuckle and the, the ball doesn't move and it just goes top in. It's perfect. I think this like the... You, you see in this free kick how much work because I think it's the most difficult shot to hit. Crazy. I love that yeah. free kick. I don't think you can hit a knuckleball sweeter than than that. Um, no, he was no. on fire that season. He scored a few that season. But what makes that so good is like the trajectory of the ball, because like, it goes up, yeah. and then stays, and then hits top bins, and you're just like, how in single? Good answer. Good answer. Um, and I, I do like that answer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, okay. You don't like Messi. I do like Messi. I just like Ronaldo. Okay, yeah. Ronaldo's free <laughs> yeah. kick against Portsmouth yeah, yeah, better. Yeah, sure. You know. <laughs> okay let's get into our teams of the season because i'm sure there's a lot to go through here uh we'll start with goalkeepers um and now i'm pretty after last week i'm pretty sure we're not going to hear pickford anytime soon so armand do you want to do you want to give us your goalkeeper first yeah um, i think we know the answer actually give us give us your goalkeeper and also give us the formation of your of your lineup i play um four three three yeah, with like one holding midfielder. Uh-huh. Um, so the Arsenal system, if yeah, you want it that way. No, <laughs> and, and City. <laughs> no, I actually i I do love Ramsdale, and I do think he is a bit underappreciated. But I went with Pope in the end. Yeah, I, I, I just think, I just think he is very. He saved Newcastle so many points this season and many clean sheets as well. They have the best defensive record. And yeah, I think it, it, 
uh, you even could mention Alisson as well, but I, I went with Pope. He, he he made some amazing saves. He can improve, I think, with his feet, but he had an spectacular season. I, I, I was at the Palace Newcastle game, 0 0, of course, when I go to watch a game. And he had the save, I think it was save of the of the month as well. And it was I mean, what a save. I think it was from Mateta. I couldn't believe what I was watching. So yeah, yeah. I went with Pope. Yeah, he's he's had a good year. I agree with you though, he needs to improve with his feet. Like distribution is key and, and it will be interesting to see how long Newcastle will actually stick with him because they will become more and more a team that will dominate possession. And we saw it last night against against Leicester as well. You know, suddenly yeah, but... 80% possession and it's going to be more of that next year because teams are going to sit back and, and try and hit them on the break. And it will be interesting to see how he deals with that um, as they go forward. Toto, hit us with your goalkeeping choice. Any surprises? No, I'm, I've got Nick Pope as well and the same formation as Armand. So. And yeah, I was thinking as well because um, I was between Ramsdale, Pope and Alisson as well. But I just felt that there has been too many mistakes from uh, Ramsdale's side. So I just decided not to go with him. And then it was between Pope and Alisson. And I think I will go with Pope because of the season Newcastle had and how important he has been for the for the team. So yeah, I will go with Pope. Cool. No surprises there. Same, same yeah, for me. I ju- yeah. same, same in I my team. Sorry. Like- go ahead. Did you see um, uh, Carragher's team? I think it was Carragher's team when he put uh, Addison and I just saw like some statistic about that. I yeah, but he's like... a Liverpool fan, I think. Yeah, yeah, but the statistics were quite impressive. I don't remember what was it, but it was like the, the percentage of time he saved Liverpool like oh, for game in a game. And I think... Yeah. The... Uh, yeah, I would go with Paul. No, for me, he's still the best keeper in the league, but uh, to this season. Oh, Navas me, as well. I mean, there is Kyle Navas as well now. No, Alisson for me is is, uh, is the best. Okay. Yeah. Okay. As as I've already mentioned, I I put Pope as well. But, but just before I like list these teams, I I do wanna I do wanna just put on record and say that I don't like picking these imaginary elevens. I think it's it's a bit random it's a bit useless because you can't really like it's always a case of having balance in your team and you know you want to go by the best stats and and if you do that you're obviously going to pick all of city's 11 so it's always going to be a bit askew i'm happy i i i properly went into it though i took my time i went with a bit of a mix between what the numbers say and what my own gut feeling is telling me i'm quite happy with my team i'm going to share it i'm going to participate i'm going to disagree with your choices uh but but yeah, I just want to go on record and say I don't love this exercise, even though the debates are obviously fun and, and I can't wait to see Armand rock up with a four-man Arsenal defense. <laughs> but before we before we hop on defenders, Armand, let's let's have let's have Totos then. We all have a four-man yeah. defensive line. Wait, one moment. Did you put a team who is like gonna function or just like every no, position no. the best player? I try to do a mix, you know. I try yeah, to find too, a mix of it, I, but that's also yeah, why too. it's difficult because I don't think it, my team is particularly well balanced. And then I'm yeah, trying to I, convince I would... myself, no, but if if he pivots in that position, if we play a four-two-three-one, and then we'd have the ball all the day, you know, like. Ugh. I think yeah. I would have a problem in front. Like my wingers are just doesn't make sense. One of them makes sense, but the other one doesn't make sense. But you will see. Okay, curious. Let's hit us with your defenders first, Toto. Then. Should I say like just the right back or should I do No, just all four, all four defenders. I think we can take four okay. in, in one go. Wait. So I've got three pier right back, mm-hmm. center backs. I've got Botman, Ruben Diaz, and left back, I've got Natanaki. <laughs> I knew. 
Okay, now we had a big debate over over Nathan Ake at training the other yeah. day, and I I actually put him in my team as well at some point. This was this was a good couple of months ago, I'd say. Arman is cringing. For those of you who can't see this, Arman is already cringing now and and shaking his head at Ake's inclusion over Sinchenko. This is very much I, for me at least, and I'm going to have you explain why he's in your team, Toto. But for me, is very much a case of how where he's come from as well. I think the context is quite relevant here um from like a, a bit part player having worked his way up the league really to really taking over Sinchenko's spot in that side um at City and playing in a very dominant City defense um in a position that isn't his uh so I, I understand the inclusion maybe make your case first before Armand gets to disagree with it for only for Ake well, I mean, okay, I'm assuming is the biggest surprise in here. So yeah, let's start there. I, I don't. Yeah, okay, I will go with that. But after that, I want to say something else as well. Um, I think I put Ake because, as you said, the the fact that it's been he had a few tough season with City, and now he's been at the the level I was expecting from him, and this season was like the break here from 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 him, and that's why I put him. And as well, the fact that he had to play as a left back, centre back, he had to play a few positions, and he did very well in all of them. So that's why I wanted to put him. And I think Zinchenko was really good as well. I think if I had to go with Zinchenko, it wouldn't have been a something wrong. I think both of them were very good this season, but I just had to go with him. I just it's something that I prefer. I prefer to watch. Ake, I prefer the way he plays, and that's why I wanted to go with him. But I can understand that Arman, as an Arsenal fan, wants to go with Sinchenko. And then when it comes to centre-backs, um, I wanted to put Gabriel. And I had him uh, until, like, the the last time we, we talked together, I think it was in March or something like that. I still had him in my team. And then when Saliba went injured, we just saw that... He's still a good centre-back, but with how Saliba, it was so tough for him. And not only him, I just I don't want to say that it's been only his fault, but it's been very difficult for him. So I just went with Sven Botman, which has been a real monster, and he was so good at Lille as well. So I wanted him to be here, and Ruben Diaz, we all know his level. And I think right back, I don't think there is someone better at the moment than Kieran Trippier. So I stayed with, with him. So, so how come... How come Saliba didn't make your team then? If you if you kind of single him out as being better than Gabriel, because I wanted to. It for me it was just um, I wanted to keep uh, Botman. Botman has to be there, and um, I think because Saliba played more on the as a right centre back, I wasn't sure if I had to put him. And the fact that he's been injured quite a long time as well, not a long time, but from a good part of the season. And I think that I had to go with Botman and uh, Ruben Diaz. Just... All right, this is where it gets interesting. Arman, please yeah. start with your four defenders. No, I just want to say that I think City really did well defensively as a whole group. But for me, there was so much rotation that I think there was not enough to put in maybe three or two defenders for me. Because I think they, we have to also see that they quite, they were not really good at the back at the start, and I do believe that with the amount of rotation, it's really harsh. But I don't see too many like stand out. Of course, Ruben Diaz I put in as well. 
like Oke or Stones. They just didn't play enough games for me. So that's why I put Trippi on the right. I put uh, Ruben Diaz. I put Saliba and I put Sinchenko. Um, yeah. Do, do you want me to give a reason for that or? Yeah, let's let's discuss uh, the Sinchenko. I mean, you you explained there yeah. why you you don't want to single out more City defenders as a as a yeah. as an own. What, because what's, in, what's impressed you about Sinchenko? Why why is he in there? Maybe. I mean, just to see how he plays in possession, he gives us so much. We can he he steps into midfield and he just controls the tempo. You know he. He has that composure about him, you know, to really play that pass through the lines, and to to he's such he's such an intelligent player, you know. Maybe you know sometimes defensively he's he he let us down in some moments, but other than that, I think he's been really solid defensively. Um, and yeah, he's chipped away with assists and just creating chances all over the pitch. He's everywhere to see. It's just that one extra mid uh, player you want in midfield, you know, and we dominate the teams, uh, and especially at the Emirates, you know, he's been absolutely amazing. And I don't really see how how you don't want that, you know. Uh, when I I think Pep would take Sinchenko back in a heartbeat, you know, I really believe that. So yeah, but I I do see Ake. I think he had an amazing season, by the way, and the way he played. Um, defensively with City and he had he's very good defender 1v1s you know I, I do get that but for me I, th- I, I, I see Sinchenko is uh, s- stronger <laughs> unsurprisingly I'm, I'm going to add mine, <laughs> mine to the to the list uh, I've, I've also got Trippier and, and Diaz we're, we're all in agreement that those two are in there uh, I've also got I've gone for Saliba as well just for the impact he's had on on Arsenal and how they've crumbled without him I think the effect he's had on that back line uh, has has not gone unnoticed because people are talking about it but he's he's given them just something that they didn't have and I don't think they thought they were going to get at the start of the season I think his impact coming into the team people thinking oh he's not going to get game time he might be a bit loaned back out again he's, he doesn't really want to be there because he had a good season in, in France last year and just the way he's he's become an integral part he's kind of pushed Ben White out to right back even over the course of the year and and Arsenal's it's a bit of a coincidence and I'm sure it's not the only factor that the title charge has crumbled a little bit but I think the percentage of wins has gone down by like five percent or something without him and and yeah for me just the impact he's had has been has been immense and on the left side, actually, because left back was, I, from what I can tell, probably the diffi- most difficult position out of this, um, just because there's no one clear one player that stands out. Um, I, I actually went for a Kanji for similar reasons, for similar reasons as 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 Saliba, just because I think the the impact he's had on Man City, the the way Pep has utilized him both as a central defender and as a left back, kind of recognizing his strengths and we had this discussion on the pod as well Akanji's better as a as a kind of ball playing defender as a defender who who plays in a team he doesn't need to defend that much and then the other side of that is his while his build-up play is great he's also dealt with pretty much as as you said uh Armand the other week he's dealt with pretty much any winger in the league 
really, really well, which for someone who's yeah. a learned centre-back is just very impressive. And it's the Swiss borders pot, so I'm going to include a Swiss lad. <laughs> I was, I was tempted <laughs> to go, I was tempted to go with, with, with Fabi Scher as well. But for me, Saliba was just, yeah, I think I needed to, to kind of include an Arsenal player in my back line as well, just for. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. maybe if I can just add something, I feel I, I put Botman as well, because the, I don't know if it has to do something with that, but the way Fabian Scher has been so good this year, I think it has to do a lot with Sven Botman coming in that team. And I, yeah, that's why I wanted to put him in. Mm. And I think it's the same for you with Saliba, as what you said. So I wanted to put uh, Botman for that. Yeah, with I mean, I felt like, especially with this team, isn't it? Because the defences are, are such a unit. You want you always defend as a, as a back four or back three or whatever your system you're playing in. And I find it difficult to pick out individuals like both of you have said there, you know, Armand, you're making the case that City has been have been good as a unit and it's kind of hard to unpick that in a way. Um, so it's difficult to kind of pick one player out. Whereas I think going forward now and we're about to do midfielders, so it will become easier to kind of, single out one player because of what they've contributed to the team. Whereas defensively speaking, you know, Botman and Cher, as you just mentioned, they really kind of complement each other really well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's, let's move on. Armand, do you want to give us your midfield? Yeah. I, I couldn't decide between Casemiro and Rodri. Honestly, I couldn't decide. I really couldn't because. Casemiro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Casemiro has been so, I never, I rarely see a player have that big of an impact. But then again, I love I love Rodri, to be honest. I really think he's amazing. And I it's it's tough. But I, I think the one thing that let Casemiro down a bit is that he got two red cards. And I think if I got this right, Rodri Rodri has nine more games than him in the Premier League. So but then again, Casemiro had nine clean sheets when he played in 26 appearances. So I think he's a big part of that. You know what? I'm going to go I'm gonna go for, for Casemiro just because City broke my heart. Good man. Um, <laughs> Armand knows yeah, I'm going to go for Casemiro. Always, it, feels, it feels wrong to have uh, not have a City player in there. <laughs> and I have De Bruyne and, and, and Odegaard. I don't think I need to expand on that. Uh Everybody who watches the Premier League can see. I think Odegaard is he has he's maybe the the best player for Arsenal this season as a whole. And, has he surprised uh, the, you? Yeah, he has. I mean, when he when he when he had that loan spell, I think it was the season twenty twenty one. He he always showed like potential, but then sometimes you know he was a bit. You know, a bit soft, you know, and you you really could see how he evolved last season and this season. I mean, he's you, he's like the leader, you know, and he's he's the skipper. And I I didn't know if Odegaard captain. I was like, mm, I don't know about that, but you can clearly see what Arteta saw in him, and he's a real leader, and he always performs, you know, and he's always there, creating chances, linking up play, and chipping out with so many goals this season as well. So for me, Odegaard is he's top top. Okay. I can't I can't really dispute that. Um Toso, let's 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 see yours and then we can compare. Okay. Just want to say I, I did my team not based on like if you play a, a real game it would be good together. Just just a team like indiv- mm. individuality and that's it. So I went with Rodri. 
I was thinking as well between Rodri and Casemiro, but I went with Rodri because he's such a good player and I love him. I love the play, the way he plays. I know Fabio is not happy, but the composure he had when he played, I just love that. And I think I'm not, not happy. So Listen, I think it's a fair debate. I think no, they're no, both no. Yeah, they're both sure. class players. The reason, and we'll get to it, why Casemiro is in mine is because I think of the impact he's had in the team. We spoke about impact yeah. when we were talking about yeah, but the Saliba impact from and Rodri as well. Yes, but Rodri has been in this team. You know, like for yeah, me. Yeah, but if you now imagine you you put like you decide not to play with Rodri, do you think City will be champions? No, if that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that's the, the impact. impact. But yes, Toto, but, I think I think you can switch that. You know. I don't see... I think Casemiro could do a job in that City midfield easy, you know? He could shut his eyes and play that. Yeah. Okay. We're like, yeah. in his dreams, honestly, this is probably the most easy position to play in the Premier League as a six for Man City. But Rodri at, the, at Manchester United, could you see him having the same impact with Casemiro? I don't really yeah, see I that. See, so I, I think that argument, actually, that's that not argument the case. Actually, actually is better for Casemiro in a way. Yeah, but... Now it's not the case. <laughs> one play for City, the other one play for United. No, of course, but Rodgers that's what I'm. What I'm saying, like yeah, the yeah, impact sure. they've yeah. had, you know, like I just yeah, feel sure. like Casemiro yeah. has 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 had a bigger impact on his team's success than Rodri has. Rodri's a great player. Don't get me wrong; it's a fair debate. If you're just looking at you know the FIFA stats and compare them, they're probably pretty much on the same level. <laughs> but what Casemiro has has done to United yeah, sure. just. Is is similar to what I was saying earlier about Saliba's impact on Arsenal's back line on, on you know what what how how Odegaard has really changed Arsenal's midfield and all that. So for me, Casemiro is that step ahead because of just the size of his impact. I see your point, but you know what? I hate Casemiro, so that's why. Okay, that's fair. You know and, that's fair. I mean, you're wrong, but it's fair. Then I went. Yeah, I went with like this well. Yeah, I went with Odgar because Odgar has to be there. Yeah, has been one of the best player in the league this season, mm-hmm. uh, behind Haaland, I would say maybe. Uh, yeah, I went with Odgar, and now I'm sorry, guys, but I went with Bruno Gimenez. And I think... over De Bruyne. Yeah, because I we all know De Bruyne, and I love Bruno Gimenez. Man, he's been man. I just love this guy. I love this player. I love this type of player, and the impact he has. On Newcastle, I, I know I should have gone with with De Bruyne, but I just love Guimaraes. I had to go with him, and he's been so important for Newcastle. And he's been so good. It, and when he when he left Lyon, I wasn't sure about his choice. I was like, why would you go to Newcastle? And it just proved me wrong. He's been so good this year, and I wanted to go with him, and I had to go with him, and I will stay with him, and I will go where, wherever he goes. I will go with him. That's it. But you don't think that De Bruyne in the big games turned up? Like crazy, you know, like United against Arsenal. He, I think he scored of course, five of course. goals. I mean, but you... I don't think, I don't think you could just overlook that, you know. I don't think it's, yeah, it's De Bruyne because it's a boring pick, you know. I, yeah, sure. I don't sure, think, but... I don't think you could take out De Bruyne, you know. I see your point, but I wanted to go with Gimares. Okay. How how highly do you rank Bruno Bruno G Arman? Is he is he close to your eleven? He's amazing. I I love I love Bruno honestly, and I think he epitomizes Newcastle. You know, he fights, he brings quality. He has a great shot on him as well. He he chipped away with some goals this season. Um, he shows passion, desire, but I don't think he is amazing. But I don't think you can overlook that. When yeah, you look at sure. De Bruyne, because even though I don't think he had maybe his best season for City, he still 
has the most assi- he has 16 assists you know 16 assists he has seven goals and he those goals were the majority of the time they were against you know united against arsenal at home as well you know there are some big games and he turned yeah, up in, in them. I see your point, but I had to go with Bonogi I, I know, I know. I'm just saying I, yeah, my reasoning. Sure. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna both cringe when you when you hear my midfield boys. Yeah, I've I've right. gone I've gone for four four two as I've I think I've mentioned four four two. So what? right wing, Saka. Centre mids, Casemiro and Odegaard. Left mid, Jack Grealish. Casemiro, Edgard. Okay. Uh, clearly, balance-wise, Not... it's gone out the window here. But I think a midfield four of, of Saka, Casemiro, Odegaard and Grealish will create a lot. In a 4-4-2, you picked <laughs> Odegaard as the second midfielder. Yeah. Yeah, but it would more be like a diamond, you know. I think no, it would be yeah, better. Yeah, of course. You know, no, to... Yeah, Casemiro in the Makélélé role, and then Odegaard yeah. at ten. You know, Sidan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's say it like that. That yeah. would be a much better. Sorry, it's yeah, it's four one two one two. But can I ask you? Don't don't you think Grealish's form came a bit little bit too late to over, to be over Rashford and Martinelli? Well, I haven't actually spilled the beans on on Rashford yet. I, for me, for me, why Grealish is in there, for me, it was a, it was a toss up between Grealish, De Bruyne and Gabby Martinelli to some extent, I didn't really take him too seriously because I think he's had his, his highs have been very high, but he's also had games where he's ghosted a bit. He feels like, he feels like he's maybe one or two steps. Really? Yeah. I think he's maybe one or two steps ahead of Anthony right now where I'm saying ahead, don't look at me. Yeah, like I know, that. I know, no, no, no. no. I, I just where, think where he's where when he's on form, and I've seen him on form. He's turned up, and he's been so great. You know, like the yeah. goal he scored at Anfield, and and many other games where he's completely showed up. And then he's just had games where I look at him, and I'm like, what is he? Is he even on the pitch anymore? Is he? What's happening? And he just ghosts. He goes through periods, and he's still young. He will develop that, but. The the way Jack Grealish. But don't you developed... think the other players to have that, had that period as well? I don't see a player Saka. who was like. Yeah, for, we're for talking me, on the left for, now. On the left. For, for me, yeah, again, yeah, sure. for, I, I've I've just looked at the seasons individually, right? I I think Grealish has a, had a has had a better personal season than De Bruyne has. I think De Bruyne has probably been the better player, maybe as as well assist wise and everything. But in in his personal way, Grealish has exceeded expectations more than than De Bruyne it's kind of the similar reason why I've gone for Casemiro over Rodri because I think for for what was expected of them Casemiro has probably done better than compared to what was expected of Rodri and what he's delivered even though as absolutes that might still be in a different in a different way but so that's why I've gone for Grealish over the other two because I just feel like he's developed into this dependable figure in the team keeping Foden out the out the squad keeping Mares out the squad obviously they they also play on the other side but still he, for me he's just been yeah he's he's just developed into that player that we kind of all hoped he would one day become when he was still at Aston Villa and well, I needed I, I I wanted to honor that on consistency though I think Martinelli has been way more ex- consistent than Grealish I think Martinelli for maybe 30 games of the 37 he's been like magic you know he's been if if I think of like this Arsenal season, I think of Martinelli and Saka instantly. You know how they they were they were like 
they were there, they were magic, they were creating chances, they were going past people like crazy. So I I see that Grealish maybe is in the last few months he's been overall better, but on consistency purely, I I don't really see that point to be honest. That's fair. I I yeah. I mean, I maybe also I've I've also kind of gone with a bit of a going with the numbers. So I've kind of added Saka. Okay. But then not added, you know, and then on the oh, other side, okay. I've gone with City. So, you know, to kind of yeah, represent yeah. each other. Yeah. And, and I don't think I would have I w- added Saka and Martinelli. I think it would have been either okay. or. And I went, it's kind of, again, this is why this is obviously a difficult exercise to do. Um, for me, it was clear that one winger needed to be City's and one needed to be Arsenal's. Okay. That's let's my midfield. On. Boys, let's move on. Let's take a break. We will be right back. We are back to discuss our team of the seasons. We've done goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders, and we're about to do strikers. And now Toto has teased us by apologizing yeah, over and over again. First. So he nah. will go first on this. Toto, yeah. your strikers, how bad can it be? Okay, I'm so sorry. It doesn't make sense. Like the team doesn't make sense, but I just had to go with that. So I've got Saka on the right side. So far, Haaland so good. Haaland as a striker. Okay. And then on the left wing is not a winger, but I had Harry Kane. I know it's not a winger, and I should have gone with the four four two because when you said it, I was like, yeah, I should have gone with the four four two, but now it's too late. So um, I don't think I need to say anything for Haaland. Um, the numbers speak for themselves. I mean, we all know why he's there. Uh, I, I went with Bukayo Saka, even though I'm not a huge fan. But I think the season he had, I'm not a huge fan of him. I just, something that had, yeah, it's fine. But uh, I think the season he had for Arsenal was unbelievable. Uh, it's been so good this year. It's been so important for Arsenal. So I had to go with him. And then Harry Kane. Uh, I think he, I, I don't want to say he goes under the radar because I know we all know that he had such a good season, but he's on 28 goals. I mean, if Haaland wasn't there, we we would all been talking about, wow, what a season for Harry Kane, 28 yeah. goals. That's so much. But the fact that Haaland is on 35, I think, it just makes um, us forget about Harry Kane. But I had to, I need, uh, I think it was a must to have him in the team. So I put him as a left winger, even though he's not a left winger. But yeah. Would you, I mean, you're a neutral-ish as far as the Premier League goes. Would you like to see Harry Kane at a different team next season? Of course. I want him to move away from this team. I, but I want but to just, from a, just from a like Premier League standpoint, I think he asked, you know? By like, the way, I mean, as, as a neutral Premier yeah, League fan, would you yeah, want... Yeah, as a neutral, like... I mean, we all don't like Tottenham, but like no. But I mean, I think I want him to to win at least one trophy, and I don't think he can do that at Tottenham. I just went to see them play against Brentford this weekend. It was so shocking. They all, I don't want to say the word, but they're not. Yeah, they're enough. gone. I think they just need to yeah. season to end. I don't. I yeah. would. I wouldn't rate. I wouldn't rate this uh, loss too highly, to be honest. They're just gone. Yeah, but it was so shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I know. I was in the stand, and I was like, I just wanted to laugh. Just wanted to where, where would you like to see Harry Kane? Uh, I don't think he can go to City. There is no way he's going to Arsenal. I don't think Liverpool will go with him. Then it goes with Manchester United. 
or maybe Newcastle, but I don't think it would be a good idea to go to Newcastle. I think he has to go to, if he wants to send the Premier League, and I want him to send the Premier League because I want him to break the break the, the Alan Shearer record, I think he has to go to Manchester Why do you United. want him to do that? Why not? Okay, yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Armand just doesn't want anything it. with Spurs yeah, to be top of any I know list. You don't like, I know you don't like uh, Tottenham, but I mean, you have to like Harry Kane is such a good, I don't want to say he's such a good lad, but he's such a good player. Yeah, like like is a strong word, but I, yeah, but he's good. Rate him. Let's say rate that. Him. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't deny. And it. I think the the only thing Manchester United need, not the only thing, but one of the main thing that Manchester United need is a striker. And I think if you go with Harry Kane, you've got the issue solved. So I think they should go for him. I'm not sure. We talked about it last time, Fabi. I'm not sure that we go for him because I'm not sure the the Glazers are that intelligent but it will be such a good option for Man United and will, for will, him as will well. He, will signing Harry Kane make Man United title contenders? No. No? Not that easy? Just Harry Kane? I, 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 yeah. I, I mean, do, you I know, do. obviously within within reason you're, they're going to get they're going to strengthen one or two players but if he's the marquee signing does that make them serious contenders? I'd like to disagree think... with that. I think they oh, sorry Toto. You yeah, go. just wanted to, if they just go for Hurricane and no other player, no. But I mean, if Varan, Licha come back in form as well, and if they manage to have like two, maybe one winger at least to to back up Rashford, Anthony, because Sancho is not at the level we want him to be, I think yes. But if they go just with Hurricane, no. Arman? Yeah, I, I think they can because I really really like and i'm worried i really okay. like man man united no i really like man united's like spine if you look at varon if you look at casemiro bruno fernandez lisandro martinez you know rashford i really like that spine i think that's a very healthy spine to build on they're all kind of in a uh, good age as well. You've got a bit of yeah, experience. You've got enough young guns. Win- you know, they're all winners. You know, you could see that in the Carabao final. You know, they're all winners. They know what it takes to win. And I just think if you take Kane in that team and maybe add another, maybe a good winger or I don't know, yeah. uh, maybe a, another midfield player who could lift, lift or at least maybe give them a better squad all around so they could afford to rotate in this Carabao Cup or could they afford to rotate in when one of the uh, Champions League games, you know? Um, so I I do think that I think United can be very scary next season I, I, if they have Kane. So I, I think agree. they need to do everything to, to do that. I agree 100%. Uh, Arman, while we're on the subject of Harry Kane, why don't you Front list line. your strikers? Yeah, I, I mean, I see Toto's point. I think you have to, you have to kind of fit Kane in somewhere. I didn't, but it's really unfair because I I, I went for like a traditional front line. So I put Saka on the right. I put Holland up top, and I put I was I was, this was like the biggest next to Casemiro and rather just like my biggest pickle, Martinelli or Rashford. And I know you're gonna tell me like I'm an Arsenal fan so I went with Rashford <laughs> no because I do believe Rashford this season has been really really good it's a shame I mean it's a shame for United fans maybe it's a shame for United fans that he hasn't been fit all the time but when he's fit and when he was like on form he was 
for me, if it's like on on this form as he's been uh, this season, sometimes he is like he's like Mbappe. Honestly, you, you just cannot stop him. You just can't. You know. Did you just compare Mbappe and Rashford? I did. I think when Rashford is on this level, he is like top, top, top class. And he's so fast. He is super in 1v1. He has an amazing finish, amazing shot, great confidence. He has, for, I don't know, how old is he? 24, 25? 26 26. in November this year. 26. And he has already so much experience. He knows what it takes, you know. I, I really, I really like Rashford this season. So, for me, he he uh, he gets the knot in front of Martinelli just 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 about. Yeah, if I had to go with one winger, I would have choose Rashford as well. Okay, that leaves you, Arman, with four Arsenal players, which is mm-hmm. about maybe four less than I expected. I'm kidding. Three three <laughs> City players, two Newcastle, and two Man United players. No, I have one Newcastle player. Oh no, I have Pope as well. Sorry, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, looking at that, you can tell you're an Arsenal fan, but it's overall, it's, it's fine. <laughs> um, I'll quickly give mine, and then I'll read out Toto's teams because it's it, it it's a bit it's a bit carnival. I've gone, <laughs> I've gone with with uh, Haaland and Rashford as well uh, up top. Um, Toto has four Newcastle players. Toto has four yeah. Newcastle players. Yeah. Are you mad, bro? He has yeah. four Newcastle players. He has four City <laughs> Is it four? players. Four Newcastle. They barely oh, made top four. No, you've what got four? Pope, Trip, Trippier, Botman, and Bruno G. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. You've got four Newcastle players, four Man City players, two Arsenal players, and one player from Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> yeah, but I had, I had to go with Hurricane. You know that. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, of course. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know if four Newcastle players is necessarily <laughs> representative the of the city game. we just saw. For the Toto is on a mad thing today. Nah, Seth, Seth our friend, the Newcastle fan, will yeah, will agree. So the players, the players we agree on. Um, uh, j- just tell me your front line. I, I didn't. I didn't Rashford and Haaland. Rashford and Haaland. Oh, you have two up top. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. How, you did you, so you go put... for Kane if you have a four four yeah. two. Four, no, four, no, four, okay. four, four. no, no, Rashford. Again, again, impact Damn. wise. I, I think a similar reasons for for why I went with Grealish over De Bruyne. I just think Rashford has had a better individual season than Kane has had. Not from the point of view of like Rashford has obviously scored fewer goals and and he's he's you know not I don't know maybe also I don't know the assist off by heart but he's a winger. He's come into almost at times carry Man United in a very successful season. He's really kind of started to hit his potential compared to where he was a year ago. Now people forget United were under Ralph Rangnick a year ago from now. Rashford, not even in the team at times injured. Whereas Kane was firing on all cylinders last year. So I think Kane has kept his very high standards, but if I'm just looking at this season and where I expected them to be, I think Rashford has done better individually than Harry Kane has done. But wouldn't you say that uh, we we would take these players like Kane, Salah, Haaland, maybe Salah not this year as much as used to, but don't you think we're taking them a bit too much for granted if we're just saying they just don't have as an amazing a season for their standard? Because I think that is really unfair because to my, Tottenham are ninth 
and for Kane to have these sort of numbers and to have these sort of performances, I think is really, I think you could even compare it with like Holland, you know? Yeah, you, I mean, if you compare but, it, so. but that's exactly the problem I have with these exercises. You know, that's exactly why I said earlier, like, I don't like doing this because you're always going to have to go with some parameters over others. And if I had put Kane in there, people are like, well, but Rashford is his team's top scorer. His team got into the top four, maybe even top three if they win their last two games. Harry Kane is, what, seventh in the league for a struggling Tottenham team? He's oh, Yes, no. he's scored plenty of goals. Are but, they seven? But it's not his fault, I think. Or even... It, it's, not, it's not his fault, but, you know, you got to... It shows like... how much... How much... Uh, how difficult it is, you know, to, to keep scoring... Uh, to keep scoring goals in a, such a poor team who has, like, three managers this season, you know? It's been oh, absolute carnage at Tottenham. And I think this... I think this season I was most impressed by Kane, you know, in the other season with, with, with the Canes, uh, with the Allies, with the Ericsons, with the Trippiers. Yeah, that was all great. And he was amazing. But in this struggling side, I mean, I mean, I, I made just, I made the case for Rashford as well in my, in my 11, but uh, if you have a four, four, two, I, I don't think you could be, look beyond that. Yeah, I, I mean, I hear you again. It's not, it's, I've not made it a four, four, two, because I want to play four, four, two. Bruno Gimarash. Uh, me what? or us? What? What? Yeah. Do you what hear me with no, Bruno Gimaraes? No, 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 I don't. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not having that at all. I don't actually think uh, Bruno Gimaraes has had a, a very good. Uh, when we're judging by his own personal wow. season again, and this is a difficult parameter to make, right? Because I, I kind of saw what he's capable of, and I think he's kept that level. I don't think he's been particularly outstanding he's been very good don't get me wrong he's had a very good season but he's not like raised his level like a Jack Grealish has this year like a Saka has this year like a Rashford has yeah, but this then year. it's the same with De Bruyne I think yes, I w- I would have, that's why I De Bruyne isn't in my team I don't think De Bruyne has raised his level this year yeah and I think I've gone in my team for ple- people who've raised their level like Rashford like Saka like Casemiro, you know, players like that, that I've just yeah. been like, I, this is how good I think they are. And this is how good they were this year. That kind of gap. Uh, you think that Casemiro raised his level? No, yeah. I, no. Yes. No, yes. Because he's changed the really? league. He's yes. I think yeah, so. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's changed the league. The same I, with Gimaresh. No, I don't think, I don't actually think Gimaresh has been that much better than he was in the second half of last season, for instance. And I saw yeah, him I, live honestly, as well in the stadium. Like, I don't, I honestly, think he's been good, but. Toto, I, I okay. could, I think I could name like five, five players, even five more midfielders ahead of Bruno this season. Why, why don't we do that, boys? Why don't we do that exactly? That let's give some honorable mentions, Armin. We reel them honorable off. Honorable mentions. I have, I have honorable mentions for every like for a defender, for a midfielder, and an attack. Reel them so off. So attack, attack. I have Kane, obviously. Mm-hmm. Then I have uh, honorable mention Rodri and Gundogan. Mm-hmm. As in midfield and in defense, I had. Oh uh, wait, who did I have? Oh, Lisandro Martinez. Mm-hmm. I think he's been exceptional. To be honest, he's been so good. If he had stayed fit, he would have been in mine for sure. Yeah, for me as well. He, he he's absolutely amazing. I love him as a profile. Um, yeah, there were my honorable. honorable men- I I didn't want. I mean, the list is so long of honorable mentions. Yeah. I just wanted to put a few in there. You know. Yep. Toto, I know you have some as well. Yeah, I've got. I didn't do it like uh, Armand did, but I've got Lisandro Martinez as well. Because after two games at the start of the season, I was like, nah, he's not good enough for the Premier League. 
and it just showed us like the complete opposite. It's been so good for Man United. Uh, then I went with uh, Mitoma because I had no idea who this guy was before this season, and it's been so good with Brighton. And then I went with my player, Joao Palinha. I think I told oh, you about yeah. it. I forgot and, about him, to be honest. Yeah. You know what? I would have had him over Palinha. Uh, I would have over Bruno, to be oh, honest. Wow, okay. okay. Yeah. Wow, really? I think he was that good. Yeah. Okay. I, do you remember yeah, was when, so good. when oh, we, yeah, went yeah. To, we went to Stamford Bridge and they yeah. played against Fulham? Oh yeah. my God, Polinia won every yeah. effing duel. He won like every duel. Yeah, it was been crazy. So good. This season has been so good. And the fact yeah. that I think he's been like the, the massive change for, for Fulham this year. He's been yeah. so good. And when yeah. they did, uh, I think they, they buy him for like 20 millions from Sporting. I was mm. like, yeah, we, I've heard about him. I know that he's good because we saw him with the Portugal national team. But is that a good choice? And he was so good. We, uh, I, I think it was the game against Leicester uh, when we went to the stadium with uh, Fabi. It was just so good. It was ahead of everyone in the midfield from Leicester. And yeah. I don't I, think people talk, talk a lot about him, but he had such a good season. I've got about twice as many as you both together, the honourable mentions. So I'm going to reel them off quickly and talk about yeah. only one of them. Um, some of them you've already said. I've got Nathan Ake, Carl Walker, John Stones kind of completing what you said, Armin, about the City backline. I think they've all had really good seasons, probably better as a unit than individually, but I feel like they all deserve a shout out. Lissandra Martinez, for sure. Sinchenko is in there. Uh, Sven Botman and Fabi Scher as well, kind of completing the Newcastle unit at the back. I've put fucking Trent in there, mainly for his attacking prowess and how he's kind of come into his own in over the past few weeks as a as a... RB slash CM. Um, <clears throat> sorry, Pascal Gross is on my list. Uh, Ramsey, Aston Villa is on my list. Uh, Jacob. Yep. Mitoma is oh, on my Ollie list. Ollie Watkins as well. As well Ollie Watkins is on my list. Tony. We forgot Tony to mention as well. <laughs> Let me get to it. Uh, Mo Salah is on my list. Same vein as Harry Kane because they've both had great seasons individually, but not as great or just kind of great as usual. Uh, Alexander Isak again for his impact and for how he's dealt with the pressure and and the transfer fee and how he's just hit the ground running in the prem. I think if he stays fit next season, Newcastle could do special stuff. Uh, Callum, I even I even think Callan Wilson um, deserves a shout out at this point because yeah. he, he has he has done he's had a brilliant brilliant season. Um, and Ivan Tony is the bottom of my list with the only player with an exclamation point because I feel like you didn't scored... put Lucas Paqueta. No, I don't. I oh mean, was like, he was good it. for. He was good for. No, no, no. Games. But I know. Oh but no, God. no. I, I just. No, no, no. I just wanted to say that because he's been always talking about Lucas Paqueta. That's just why. Oh, okay. I Listen, I. You both know Lucas Paqueta. I love him. I love watching him. He's an absolute baller. The way he 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 set up um, West Ham's goal last weekend against against uh, yeah, yeah Lanzini's goal it was brilliant brilliant player I think he's got at least as much potential as as Bruno G has them two at Lyon were were dead days. But he does. He hasn't had a great personal season. His team haven't had a great season. If they end up winning the Conference League, I think that could set him up to join a bigger club next year. Uh, because West Ham won't play Europe unless they what? actually win it. Um, yeah, I, I rate him that games. highly. I rate him really highly. I think he's. A, but he's Price not on my. He's not on my players. list, boys. Why are we talking about? He's not on my yeah, list. Yeah, that, I want to talk yeah. about Ivan Tony. I think Ivan Tony sorry. twenty goals for Brentford, 
fucking amazing. Brentford have had an insane season. Brentford has been so good. They've exceeded all expectations. They've beaten all the big, or most of the big guns, I should say, um, in in a season where people actually saw them going down, similar to Bournemouth, but even better. And and Ivan Tony, 20 goals. I don't think anyone saw 20 goals happening for for Ivan Tony and he despite his ban now which I hope will get reduced because it's insane in my opinion so much eight eight months months. is ridiculous and especially because he walks around week week in week out supporting the name of a betting brand on his shirt so it's just it's just messed up in in many ways but he deserves (laughs) a shout out because he has been so good for Brentford there it is my honorable mentions Lucas Paqueta is not one of them (laughs) <laughs> I do want to speak about the manager of the season as well, boys. Let's let's hear it. Armin, you start. Uh, Gary O'Neill for me. Yeah, he's been... I think he doesn't get mentioned too much. He's, I mean, there's a lot of them, but the way they pick themselves up from them, from that slump... And the way they play as well, they're on the front foot, they really go for it. It's so, so refreshing to see a bottom side to play as well. And I think his substitutions have been very good as well. So his man, man, his like game management is really good. So yeah, I went, I went with Gary O'Neill. Toto? I wasn't expecting that to be honest. I thought you were going to for Ateta or Eddie yeah. because I think we had this discussion. And yeah. you know who I am going to answer, but I went with Pep Guardiola. I know he has the better team in the league, and I know you think that. But when I look back at when I started to watch football with his team when he had Barcelona, the way he always managed to reinvent is himself, I think, and even more this year with the invented fullback, like the, the John Stones coming uh, in as a, center, uh, as a midfielder, I think it has been like, because at the start of the season, it was so difficult for Man City and the way he managed to to overcome that, I would say. Yeah. Um, it's been gradual. It's been Can we say that? Gradualesque? I don't know. Yeah. Is that in French? So I will go with Guardiola. Mm. And I love the, I love, I, I've always been in love with the, the team that Guardiola has managed, apart from Bayern Munich, obviously. But when it was at Barcelona, now at City, I always love watching them play. And yeah, it is him, isn't it? I mean, the the Man City, yeah. the dominance. It's just it's him. I yeah. mean, you can say yeah, yeah. It's hard to argue with that for sure. I think for me, for instance, the 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 fact that Lopetegui gets mentioned in this is ridiculous. Um, what? Yeah, yeah. What? I think he's even nominated for manager of the of the season. Um, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is crazy to me. For me, there's there's three managers that stand out who have really exceeded expectations to a massive extent, um, and those are those are Roberto De Serbi at Brighton, who I don't think people would have seen continue Graham Potter's legacy like he has done. Uh, the second one is Eddie Howe at Newcastle. I don't think people would have seen Newcastle anywhere near where they are now, I think they could have seen, optimistically speaking, them challenging for top four, maybe just falling short. I think Newcastle fans would have been very happy with, you know, getting sixth, maybe even seventh in Conference League. But he's delivered Champions League and a cup final and did put together a really, really good team. 
Um, and the third one is, is as you mentioned there, Gary O'Neill, who I think people would have expected to just keep Bournemouth up, but he's done it maybe a month or two in advance and they're comfortable in 14th. And those three are the ones that for me have really exceeded expectations. I think the second tier behind that is, is Guardiola, who obviously is kind of being measured now more in his continental success than his domestic one. He's obviously done brilliantly well in the, in the Premier League and the fact that they've won it, the manner that they have and the run of games, he deserves a shout out. He's he's a brilliant manager, no doubt. Um, and then Arteta and Ten Hag, who I think have also surprised a lot of people doing really well. Those are sort of like the six, seven managers that I had in mind you know for what? this. I was but thinking about Unai Emery as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with yeah, you. I thought you were going to say him, to be honest, when you said no. tree manager. I thought you were even going to Toma, say him. Even Thomas Frank, you know, he was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the, yeah. For me, for me, those three have, have just have just done so much more than was expected and especially Eddie Howe I think Newcastle season can't be forgotten how where they where they were a year ago you know everyone was like oh yeah let's see it's going to take them a while and and I remember City trying in a less competitive time of the Premier League City trying to to get into the Champions League and it took them quite a while and Newcastle have just bang gone in first time of really trying which is very impressive and it's just the whole the whole vibe around that club right now. Newcastle, they they are scary, and it's going to be so interesting to see where they where they go. You can like, imagine the the St James's Park Champions League nights are going to be oh wow, they're going to be rocking. You yep. know, like it's going to be like Celtic Glasgow, you know. Exactly. Okay, boys. Just to summarize, we've had six players that we all agree on need to be in the team of the season. Uh, that is Pope Trippier, Ruben Diaz. Martin Odegaard, Bakayo Saka, and Erling Haaland. Those six are in all of our teams. The other five are up for debate, although Armin and I have strong shouts for Rashford and Casemiro. And uh, if you disagree, if you're out there listening, please get in touch with us. We're now on Instagram at the Swiss Ballers Pod. Get in touch, disagree with us, post your right or wrong opinions, um, or just opinions in general. We don't need to judge. Um, you're gonna post Steph. our teams on the on the account. I'll I'll come up with something. We'll see what we can do. Um, Steph, there'll be some. Please say that Kimaves need to be in that team, please. Yeah, in, in, interact with us. We 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 love to hear. <laughs> we love to hear feedback. We love to hear positive feedback mainly. Um, but just get involved is mainly the call because we're now visual. Where you can see us, you can hear us, you can follow us wherever you get podcasts, whatever it is. Um onwards and upwards from here boys that's all we have time for today i i did tease the relegation race but i think we're all anticipating everton to stay up on the last day of the season um and so for now i say a big massive thank you to the both of you it's been a pleasure as always and uh yeah we'll keep your eyes peeled for for more content and, and more potties thank you yeah. destroy total destroy total steam on instagram guys no 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 please support okay. me guys there it is. Okay. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.